Welcome into our first Christmas show of the month of December. It's great to be back on primetime here. And hello there, champ. Well, hello to you. I see you have your Tri Neurogenics Inc. shirt on. Right. And your name there, so we remember who you are. That's right. Hard to remember, isn't it? <laughs> I know. These days, sometimes it is. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving getting ready for a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and a brand new year. I know I posted on Facebook today that we were going to sort of share some of the things of the last year and um, what's coming up in the new year as far as inspiration and motivation. I mean, this past year has been up, down, up, down, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Strange year. I know. What's up with that, especially with the Armageddon? Well, I think it went real quick. It did. It did go quick. They say as we get older, time goes by quicker. Boy, we really noticed that. Even though age is just a number. I know that. You've been saying for many, many, many years and many times in your workshops and all. So... Where do you want to go from here? We have an hour with our friends out there in TV land. We want to thank you and let you know how grateful we are for the almost, is it almost going on four years now since we've been doing primetime TV, you and I? It's hard to believe. I know. Wow. Moved the studio a couple of times. And of course, now we have our Christmas set. Did you ever think it could snow in Florida? Yeah. It's snowing in Florida. Look behind us. I love it, right? She's going to begin to believe that. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> We're having a lot of fun, but we do want to talk about some of the inspirations and motivations that uh, has gotten us through some of our trying times in this past year uh, and taking them into the next year. Of course, we, we, we have had a few little challenges, ups and downs, but we've also had a lot of moments of joy. We had a great Thanksgiving and um, looking forward to a new year and the new year with new things on the horizon. We've been very, very busy and I'm going to be quiet and see what you have to say. I'm just going to be quiet and see what he does. <laughs> that would be a change. Okay, go. What do you want me to say? <laughs> what would you like to say? Anything. We want more people to call us while we're on the show. We have some fun things that we're going to share with you. Something that maybe you missed in one of our last shows, our easy card, our business card that's actually digital on the phone. And we'll be showing you that in a little bit. But um, I was throwing that over to you so that you would pick up on the queue and just jump right in there with something to say. Well, I think one of the important things is counting our blessing. Christmas is a good time of New Year because of the newborn child with Jesus and the fact that everybody looks to a bright future when they get a start, with the right start, I should say. So when you finish a year to get ready to get into another year, Christmas is the time to get ourselves all motivated and look forward to the next year. Mm -hmm. Because what you think about, you bring about. That's true. And of course, sometimes New Year's resolutions aren't too good because people make them on the cuff, then they can't live up to them, then they get discouraged. The thing I tell everybody, is make sure when you make a resolution, you stick to it. You follow through with it, regardless of what it is. And you can always make adjustments because doing the same thing over and over and expecting change, that's, that's insanity. It is, it is. So for you to make your goals, you've got to change, but people are not willing to change. They set these goals for what they want. They can be material things, spiritual things, or just things daily things or they can be major things like a new home a new car 
But the challenge is that they, they don't really follow through. They usually set the goal and then the, they start majoring in minor things, as I call it. And the problem is they lose that passion for the goal. And if you lose the passion, you can count on the one factor, the goal will not be made. So, okay, so let's take what is one of, considered a, like part of the billion gazillion dollar industry. Come the end of the year, starting into the new year, what, what is one of the things that everybody wants to do? Lose weight, right? Right. Okay. It's a billion, like you okay. said, it's a billion dollar industry. Exactly. So <clears throat> that being said, let's go ahead and give everybody a tip on, let's just say you want to lose five pounds, you want to lose 50 pounds or whatever it is. So I'm going to let you give some free, right down to the heart advice, little tips. What would you recommend when you say set the goal, follow it, make the resolution, and don't they have to find a way to actually follow and fulfill and step into that resolution? Well, absolutely. You have to see as the goal's already made. Aha. Uh -huh. And come from that standpoint. <clears throat> like if it's a it's a goal in athletics, say, which I'm more accustomed to than mm -hmm. than most people are. And what you want to accomplish in that goal, you have to see yourself already as accomplishing it. You can't wait for the goal to be made to feel it. Because if you wait for the goal to be made to feel it, you never make the goal. But you can feel it anyway, even though you haven't made it, just by envisioning? Envisioning, focusing on what it, what it feels like to make the goal, what you had to do to accomplish to make the goal. Try to feel the excitement of making the goal, being able to be praised by your friends or being able to reap the benefits of the goal because to really make goal, there has to be a big why. Why do I want this goal? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, why do I want to be able to have this? But you got to remember one thing, to have it, you got to change. Because if you already were doing the right things, you'd have the goal. You wouldn't have to set one for the future. So the fact that you haven't got what you set as far as the goal yet, that means that you need to change. Because mm -hmm. if you're doing the same thing you're doing, you'll never make the goal. Exactly. So really being passionate about it. So let's get back to the weight loss thing. I mean, we know it's just, it's bound to happen at some time or another where we want to set that resolution and lose the weight. So even if it's five or 10 pounds, that can be a lot, uh, especially on a, a smaller frame person like myself. If I've gained 10 pounds, it's way too much for me and I can feel it. So are you telling me that I need to see that goal and imagine what my why is. Yeah, and you, what I did way back years ago, before I even knew you, I would make a cutout of a body that I really wanted to achieve, and I'd paste it on the wall on a board. It was sort of like a, a motivation boards. And I would work on what I had to do to make that, to have that body. And it works. It does work because that visualization sets right down into your DNA. Right, but the problem there is people want it without doing anything for it. You mean like without exercise, yeah. without watching well, what you eat, If correct? you set a goal and you, to lose weight and it doesn't encompass any exercise, that's not going to be a very good goal. Mm -hmm. To make a goal and be, have a solid body and a solid mind and have confidence in yourself, you have to really work at it. Mm -hmm. But work in a sense that every time you go, 
to the gym or any, every time you take whatever you need to f fulfill the diet, then the thing that is so important about that is that you have to see that it's already accomplished. Mm -hmm. and, and, and imagine what it's going to feel like. I know when you worked with Todd Yoder with the Bucks many, many years ago, you did this, this guided imagery with him and you put him in this, what did you call it at the time where um, you sat across from him and it was like an interview and you were extracting him, envisioning, you know, m making the goals and he ended up with uh, being contributive to um, going to the Super Bowl. What was that called that you did? Uh, it can be called many names. I'm not really, I'm not tuned into what name you're talking about, right? You know, when you, sit, when you would sit with somebody and you can still do that and you interview them like you're a news reporter. Yeah, I'm well aware of that, but I, I don't remember what I call it. I call it many different things. So. Oh, okay. Depending on who you're working with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I don't remember it having a particular name. It was it was a function rather than a name. I see. I see. So you're getting them into that mindset. It, it was a role playing. That's it. Oh, that's that's what you. Oh, well. That's yeah, it. Yeah, of course you role play. Yeah. You you be you be like for example you sit in a chair, get another chair, change chairs, and you're the reporter, questioning the individual that set the goal. So you're doing this all on your own. You're playing two forms, two personalities. And then you play the reporter where you're talking to yourself that people might think that's crazy, but it works. It works wonders. And you ask questions about, well, how do you feel now that you made that goal? How do you feel that you won the Super Bowl? How do you feel that you've lost that 20, 30 pounds? You look in the mirror and you can really enjoy what you see for the first time in a long time. How does that make you feel? What are your friends saying? And then you get that person all riled up in that goal setting. Then you take the other person, you take the person you're interviewing, and then play his side of it. I love that. And it makes it really makes you get go with, from within and literally feel what that would feel like. Well, what I do... We have just a few seconds. What I do is when I console somebody and I do a goal setting proposition, I raise their self-image and I raise their expectations. The key thing that I do is I, I become the reporter. I ask him how he made that goal, what he had to do, what he had to sacrifice. Ah. Doesn't it feel good? Get him in the jazz of it. Yeah. Then what happens is that person can take that feeling and concentrate on that feeling no matter where you are or go back in your mind and see yourself as that goal, winning that goal. And I, I've done it with about a dozen people. Mm -hmm. and, and I charge a lot of money because it, it basically... They're going to gain a lot from that. Mm -hmm. And that way, if they pay a lot of money, they'll have a tendency, not so much that I make a big profit, but that they will follow through with the program. If I pay, and commit. Yeah. If I Hold your thought. We're going to take a break. All right. Housekeeping. We'll be right back. At a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen.
at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Ah! <laughs> We're back. We just got busted. <laughs> well, it's live television. Welcome back, everyone. I am. I have to say, I probably need counseling on this, right? Yep, I agree. Yeah, it's. It, but my poor husband, he's so good with me. When he sees me on this, he doesn't talk to me. Because you know, that's that's how it's I. It's sort of weird. Why? I relax going on Facebook, checking my friends and posting little accolades and inspirations, motivations. Well, I talk about you a lot. Yeah, but I think what's going to happen with this, like the other day I was in a restaurant and saw this couple. They were texting someone. Then I realized they were texting each other. Yeah, that's we don't ever do. Well, he doesn't even have that I capability. Won't. I refuse to. It's okay. It's okay. People right. lose their ability to communicate. Uh, no, I... I totally agree with you i have my time for this i'm not on it constantly all day long well think about it i'm on it at all well but sometimes you have to kind of get with the program a little bit anyway welcome back into prime time everybody how do you like it snowing in florida that's a first <laughs> anyway merry christmas yes i said merry christmas and a happy new year coming right around the corner. You know, we haven't been on the show live for a good little while. So it it's was, been a while. It was time. It was time. Right. I know. John's, John, who is our producer, owner extraordinaire here at WeBeam TV, is saying we're slackers. I, I don't know about that, though, if I, if I should agree. It's just me. I'm the slacker. <laughs> well, anyway, hopefully you're enjoying our little tidbits of information just before we took our break. We were talking about role-playing, and we were really kind of getting into that because we were talking about setting goals and New Year's resolutions and things like that. And honestly, that role-playing really does get a person to, to go from within and really pull out what they need to do to achieve those goals. And if anybody knows about goal setting, I have been living and breathing this man sitting next to me for over 20 years. And you talk about somebody walking their talk. When he gives you these little tidbits, he does them 100%. I mean, going to the gym every day, uh, taking your supplements exactly when you're supposed to, doing your protein drink. In fact, you actually upped your protein in your protein drink. Yeah. What is it? 60? 60, 60 grams? With one setting, yeah. 60 grams with the breakfast. Yeah, and that's really a good tip if you're looking to increase your protein. You can always call us if you have any questions. We're going to be putting up our call-in number more and more because we really want audience participation. And if we can answer some questions right here on the spot. In fact, you, there are the numbers up there. Thanks, John, for doing that. Jot that number down. Maybe you don't have any questions today, but you may in one of our future shows because there's a lot coming down the pike next year for us. But in this last kind of wrapping up 2017, we wanted to share some of the things that, that you've been discovering as of late and that increasing the protein has been one. I noticed your guns are really getting bigger from uh, all that protein and it didn't take that long either. Well, it's, it's having the right balance. That's so important. Mm -hmm. You can overdo protein. Yes. So you need your carbs and your protein you need both of them. Mm -hmm. Some people go on a protein diet where they eat nothing but protein. They have trouble communicating mentally because you need some protein or some carbohydrates for the brain. It's important to have some fresh fruits 
it's more important to have some fresh fruits than fresh vegetables in mm -hmm. many ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, okay, let's shift from that to, I, I'm, we are just so unscripted today. I mean, my husband, we, we usually are anyway, kind of similar to our women unscripted, where we just kind of banter back and forth and things come to me because I think about what I like to know and maybe what you might want to know. All this stuff about fat-free, no-fat, low-fat, Give me the truth on this. Most of it is a bunch of hooey. I eat fattening foods. I eat fried foods. And if I get any healthier, I won't be able to stand myself. You know, that's true. That's so very true. So do we understand, because with your overcoming the P words, which stands Parkinson's. for Parkinson's, um, you've done research, I've done Our brains need fat. Write that down. Our brains need fat, correct? Right. The good fat. They need a balance of protein, fats, and carbs. The balance. And when you restrict one of those, you're, you're messing up the cycle. Messing up the cycle, exactly. And so now there, there's all kinds of studies. You can check for yourself on the internet. Go out and Google about fat-free diets, low-fat or no-fat, and what is happening and what the percentages are of dementia and Alzheimer's these days. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And I, th and I thought, you know, that makes a whole lot of sense. If our, if our brain needs fat and we're depriving our body itself through these fat-free diets, and besides, they don't taste very good anyway, we use grass-fed butter. And didn't you love that broccoli that I oh, baked that in? That was really, really good. Yep, grass-fed. You can get the Irish, um, the Irish, what the heck is it? it? Over in our area, Publix, Walmart's has it. And it's not that expensive, but it is worth it. And we're doing more organic foods. I try to do a little bit of gluten-free. We're kind of like in between with that. And I, I try to watch that, even though we haven't been diagnosed as a gluten intolerant. But um, there's so many different things that come out. You, you just like scratch your head and go, well, which way do we go, right? Absolutely. But you know, your book is really the basics, the six steps of the fountain of youth. You, you talk about what, what you talked about 20 years ago when you wrote that book on supplements. Is there anything that has changed, really? Isn't it Not basics? Not really. Not really. Yeah. The big thing is be consistent. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is when you set goals and you make those goals, you get a lot of confidence in yourself. Mm -hmm. One thing people don't realize, if you don't have confidence in yourself, other people don't have confidence in you. That's right. If you want confidence shown from other people, from your wife, your husband, your boss, your fellow employees, regardless of what situation in life, if you lack confidence, then people are not going to have confidence in you. Exactly. And that conf confidence actually comes from the proof. Achieving. Do, doing achieving. the work. Achievement. Getting rid of, they call it nuts, your nagging unfinished tasks. No, I love that. That holds us back. And this is a good opportunity for people to clean that closet out or do a whole house, re how would I say? Feng shui. Yeah, feng shui. Change that's, the energy in that's your the home. Way, the word I was looking for. And, and get ready for this big year. Mm -hmm. Say, this is going to be the best year of my whole life. Exactly. Exactly. I like to say that every year, and I can go back each year, as you can, and count our blessings because there have been so many, many blessings. In fact, a year ago today, we had another blessing with our baby Yorkie. She had to go in and have an abscessed tooth extracted, and of course, I was... It was a nervous wreck. I mean, when they go under anesthetic, 
anything can happen. There's no guarantees. And so she came out of that like a champ, yep. right? Yep. With all that champion energy in our villa. And I was thinking, my goodness, three years ago this Christmas, our Shishi was paralyzed for weeks. And Dr. Lamb over at Trinity Pet Hospital brought her back, the same one that did the surgery for little Mimi. And so she has been doing so well. We've had her for three years from that cold laser and uh, changing her diet somewhat and giving her this vitamin, this really wonderful vitamin for dogs. And she's just perked up like crazy. And for crazy. a 14-year-old dog, she is amazing. I know, I know. Well, it wasn't she, always that way. No, she. we thought that she was going to go downhill. And it's like anything else. It's like us humans. If we take care of our temple, take care of our body, it will take care of us. And you, my dear husband, are back big time from the black hole of Parkinson's disease. And that in itself from knowing the right supplements to take, knowing and praying for the answers to come, and they do. And that's how we live our life as a foundation, having that foundation, being right with God. And remember, God spelled backwards is dog. So we see a lot of God in our dogs, and we are so grateful for all of that. I mean, there's there's blessings around us. You know, we, we went through, when, when, was, um, when was the big storm that was supposed to happen and did and didn't? It was September, and that was quite a challenge. There was a lot of people that are still, you know, trying to recover from that. So we we fared well with that, and uh, learned a lot from it, didn't we? Oh, we learned something every day from yeah things like that. Yeah, exactly. So you know, we're we're putting these goals together, and I usually don't make a New Year's resolution. It's right around the corner. But I do have some goals in mind, and I'm writing it down on paper. Isn't that a good thing to do? That's important, mm -hmm. very important. Because if you don't write a goal down and be specific about it, chances are you'll never get close to that goal. When did you start doing your goal setting? Oh, gosh, that was way back when I got into martial arts. Actually, before I got into martial arts, I was setting goals. When I was a dance instructor, my the owner of the studio that hired me she wanted me to be sharp and, and, and be, how would I say it, be productive with being able to make the students feel good. So to make somebody else's feel good, you have to be able to feel good. So she sent me to Dale Carnegie courses, had me read a book every other week. And, and you got in the habit of that because you still read oh, a lot. Oh, yeah. I read every, every day I read something. I know you do. And to me, to be a leader, you got to be a reader. All readers aren't leaders, but most every leader is a reader. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's and, true. And it's, it's, every time you read a book based on self-improvement, based on goal setting, you're bringing another master into your life, mm -hmm. another person that has a lot of knowledge about that subject. You don't have to believe everything you read. I don't because there are conflicts of interest with different authors and different concepts. But the main thing that I find that people misunderstand positive thinking. Oh yes, we've the talked about this. The problem is when the whole, how would I say it? The, the sane asylums are full of people that try to do positive thinking. The problem is we're wired for positive feeling. Mm, mm -hmm. We have more neurological connection, everything that designed for feeling. We feel before we think. We react where we should have responded. So that's part of the th reason of being able to 
keep your vision on where you're going and don't look back because we have to rewire our nervous system to be truly successful. And that's how you do it, by reading the different masters, getting different concepts. It gives you what we call a whole warehouse of useful things that keep you going in the right direction. Because life is like going down the middle of the road. You've got things that pull you to the right, things that pull you to the left, but keep your eyes on that goal. On the best lane. And the center lane. Mm -hmm. And when you get off to the side, Use that as a precaution. Mm -hmm. It could interfere with you making your goal. Exactly. You don't want anything to get in the way of making your goal. And it's like example. the example I give everyone is say you're going to make a goal to run a marathon. Mm -hmm. All right. You look out the window. You're going to go run. You look out the window and say, oh, it's raining. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. That person's never going to run a successful marathon. Or may never run one. But you look out the window. Oh, it's raining. I'll get my raincoat. This is my husband. This is exactly how he lives his life. Don't make excuses. I, for on yourself. the other hand, if it's raining, I'll go. <laughs> but I still achieve my goals. Yeah. But it's for me, it's pacing, pacing myself. And I've learned at this stage of my life, I've learned how to put my mouth in the shape of an O with an N in front of it. When I, as much as I would love to do things and participate, I've learned over the years to pace myself um, after having several corporate jobs, working for big corporate America and everything. I really, truly came to the realization that my health was more important. My family has always been most important for me. So I try to pace myself and that's what I'm doing for the upcoming year. And uh, next year is going to be my savvy at 70 year birthday. And I'll be 80. And you will be 80. I can't wait. And we're just kids. That's absolutely correct. We're going to take a break on that note. When we come back, we're going to share some more things with you. Okay. Stay there. At a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen.
at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. And we are back here in sunny but snowy Florida. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm Barbara Marville Kelly. With me is Dennis Kelly. We've been sharing some little tidbits of our life. Well, you know, we're talking about goal setting. You know the main purpose of a goal? What? What is the main purpose of a goal? The it's, very main purpose, if you were to say... Is to achieve. Well, even better than that. Accomplish. Even better than that. Uh, just do it? Growth. Oh, to grow. Growth. Main Bingo. purpose of a goal is to grow. Yes. It's not the destination. It's the route. It's the distance. It's the traveling of that distance to make that goal. Once you make a goal, actually right before you make a goal, when you're ready to make it, set another one. Yeah. Do not ever get into the position where you don't have a goal, something to be passionate about. Because it's amazing. Nature has a funny way of getting rid of us. When we prolificate and we, we set goals and then we don't achieve them or we don't work towards having goals or we don't have goals, then what happens, nature has a funny way of getting rid of us. Mm -hmm. Because when you set goals and you get excited and have a passion for something, nature says, well, this person loves life. I think we'll have all those soldier cells fight even harder. I was just going to say about the soldier cells that you talk about when a person gives up, if you feel like there is no hope. And believe me, I can understand how that happens sometimes. But no matter what, you must never give up because this is how you learn how to master your life just like we've done. We have mastered just about every single component when it comes to waking up in the morning, getting through your day, no matter what hits you, no matter how hard it hits you, there is a way to master the way to deal with stress, the way to deal with difficult business people, difficult friends, people on the highway, all of that. And right now, I know you agree that we are in the most volatile times. Turn on the news. That's enough to depress your whole day if you allow it because it's a choice, right? Absolutely. So how have we, um, give me, because I know we don't, don't have a whole lot of time left, but give me probably your top three master secrets to life. Well, there really aren't any secrets to it. Except no, but to some people, the reason they say it's a secret because most people don't follow through and use it or they don't know you have. Well, the first and most important is to realize you have this phenomenal power, unlimited potential. Most people don't recognize that. We're all born a champion. Mm -hmm. You're the fastest swimmer. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the, the, key, the key is realizing we have this wonderful power, this wonderful unlimited potential. And just following a couple simple things to really make that, to get the results from that potential. Mm -hmm. And most people, if you stop and, and say, do you realize you have unlimited power? They look at you like you're crazy. Because mm -hmm. they don't know. They, they don't, don't know this, this magnificent thing that God gave us as far as our ability to be able to rise above any obstacle, overcome any obstacle, being able to change our entire direction of life simply by thought. And keep in mind, one of the most important things that I find is thoughts are things. I believe that. Very true. Very true to, to as far as making goals and really accomplishing anything. Is thoughts are things. When you focus on a goal and you get emotional about it, there are 18 to 20 billion brain cells that, that vibrate at unnormal 
irregular rates. They, they vibrated at a higher rate than all the other brain cells. Dennis Whaley came out with this in one of his books. And I have a lot of confidence in a lot of the research that he did. So when you set a goal and get passionate, these brain cells, 18 and 20 billion of them, or maybe even more than that, as far as that goes, they vibrate abnormally. They have one goal to get, one goal is to get that thing you're focusing on to become reality. And it works almost, I say almost, for me it's worked every time. There's only one goal I haven't made, but I'm still working on it. That's the movie. Your movie. Every goal I've ever set in my life and been able to make using those principles. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget when I was a kid, I would picture getting certain things for Christmas. And I would really, because I was the only child, I was able to focus in on that, whatever it was. And it's amazing I got it. Then when I become an adult, then I started being educated on goal setting, realizing what I had when I was younger, what I did then to make those goals. Because then it was by accident. Once I began to realize I could control that more, then the goals were easier to achieve at a higher level. Mm -hmm. So you've basically empowered yourself through choices, the habits that you set, the consistency, the commitment, and <clears throat> the passion. Absolutely. Like, like when I won my first karate match at Madison Square Garden, the same boxing ring Muhammad Ali fought in. And what happened, the year before I competed at Madison Square Garden in New York, I would see that trophy. I'd see them handing me the trophy in the center of the boxing ring. And I would see the color of it. I would feel the emotions I felt when I was handing that trophy. And guess what? The first year I fought there, I won that trophy. I saw the trophy. It looked exactly like the one I had in my mind. So the next year I said, well, there was a black trophy. The next year I said as a gold and red trophy, and I saw myself even performing better. Guess what? One year later, I fought again at Madison Square Garden, won again. I did that three times, and never did I miss that. And remember the time we were talking about the yeah. karate tournament? that I entered and I said, what, what is, you know, I, I have all kinds of different colored trophies, over a hundred of them, but I don't have any green. <laughs> That's the one I picked too. You mentioned, you're the one who picked sure it. sure enough. So I saw the green trophy and sure enough, there was the green, the green trophy. trophy. I, and that happens time and time again. I, funny you mentioned that because when I was honored to dance with the local stars, not once, but twice, I did that goal setting and I, at first, I never dreamed that I could score as high as I did. First time in Bus Pasco, I did three nines, okay? That was great. Didn't make enough money to for the donations, but it did better than I thought. Next time around, I got triple tens and people's choice, and it was something that I envisioned. I actually do have a little trophy with a star. It's one in our trophy room where the whole walls are lined with my husband's trophies, but that's okay. Let but me tell I you, understand. we were just as proud of your little small trophy as any of my big six-footers. I know, but you know, and I was I dancing. I was very proud of you. I know you were, sweetheart, and we had such support with that. That's, that's what the community is all about. If somebody would have asked me to dance and perform for me, I wouldn't have done it, but because it was for the Pace Girls, um, the Lighthouse for the Blind, the Rap House, and you know so many charities in the community, I felt so much better doing it for that. But I used your philosophy and your concept. So if there's any takeaways that you glean from the show today, 
It's mastering your self-mastery in every component of your life. If you want to set a New Year's resolution, set it, right? Set the goal and jump right into it with passion. 100% passion, right? Not 75%. 100% passion. Well, most people don't make goals because they're afraid of failure. Right. They're afraid more of failure than they thinking about success. But see, people got to realize we're wired to think negative, believe it or not. We have more pessimistic nerve endings and, and synopses and connections in the brain for finding out negative things like the, uh, well, what's the name of that? The, uh, uh, the part of the brain. I, I the amygdala? amygdala thank you dear part of the brain the amygdala what it does it, it takes all the negative things and it's to protect us it, when we when we see something the amygdala sees something that is going to hurt us or harm us then it kicks in all those negative things and make us want to fight the problem with that is most of the stuff we see isn't life-threatening it's just little men, mundane things and they add up they they keep accumulating and then eventually we have a blow up with cancer heart disease or whatever mm -hmm. i remember um you were you were citing something from where you, one of your studies that you were doing research on <clears throat> and you were saying that the amygdala going back to the caveman days it, it was for protection and so we as humans and help me if i if i don't get this right, but our brains are wired for negativity before positivity. If it was wired for positivity, we'd never made the cycle. We wouldn't exist as a human race. Because, for example, these, say these cave people are walking by this bush. If they thought to themselves, there's no tiger in the bush, and there was a tiger in the bush, they'd be dead. If they thought there is a tiger in the bush, they would be careful, so they wouldn't be able to be part of that tiger or lion's dinner or lunch. So the key thing is they would always be thinking negative that there's a tiger. And the minute that they didn't think that way, then they would be, how would I say it? They would actually suffer more than if they would have thought every time they come to that bush that there's a tiger. In other if words, they were being wrong, prepared. If they were wrong, there would be no danger with it. If right. they, if they were right, they would be able to protect themselves. So that was sort of the way of explaining it. I did a little rough job. It's been a while since I explained that. <laughs> it sounds great. But uh, that's why we got to rewire our system <coughs> so that we're more positive and negative. So you have to really say, I want to have a positive feeling. Because positive thinking, that's the, the part of the brain that actually is more logical. And the problem with that is feelings transpire and take hold before thinking does. Mm -hmm. And that's where um, also living a heart-empowered lifestyle comes in. And of course, we're going to be touching on that big time in the month of February. And of course, we've been dripping on you with our heart-empowered mastery course and a little tidbits that you can do on a regular basis. And basically, mastering these various techniques and it, it helps you get through those tough times. And you know, there, we could have people out there sitting there listening to us and going on, yeah, but you turn on the news, you know, are we gonna get bombed by Korea? There's all this crazy nonsense going on, the, the catastrophes going on around the world, but we can't focus on all that in the volatile times. 
what what do you say to our people that that are really trying to get out of their own way? We have two minutes before our last break, so if you can do it in that amount of time. Well, I tell them first of all, don't major in minor things, and then I tell them don't sweat the small stuff. Rule number one, rule number two, everything is small stuff. Mm -hmm. You have no way of controlling what's going on in the world. The problem is most of the thing that's going on in the world that's not right is the world inside you. Oh, yes. Once you get that world inside you to be positive, no matter what's going on around you, that makes a whole change in, in you, the way you think, the way it's you true. feel, the results that you're getting out of life, and your happiness meter. Mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. By realizing when we change the world inside, all of a sudden the world outside changes. You can see the... the the uh, things that you need to think you need to do to be able to be in the positive side, in the side of production rather than the side of deterioration exactly. and death. Exactly. We have a little thing called getting into the 10 zone. And if you'd like to know more about that, you can certainly get a hold of us and we'll teach you how to get into your very own 10 zone designed for you, not us, but for you, because it definitely works. And what you're saying about all of this with the volatile times and everything, we, we can overcome this as we as a people live with that world that you're describing from the inside out and bring that out and share that with other people because it all comes right out of my favorite word, my favorite four-letter word, love. On that note, we're going to take a brief little time out and we'll be right back, champ. You got it. At a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen.
at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. And welcome back in everyone to Primetime TV Show. I'm one of your hosts, Barbara Marville Kelly, and with me is my husband, Dennis Kelly. Six-time world champion, sharing some of the secrets. But it's the, se the secrets to share are that. I mean, if oh, you no. keep it yourself, what good is it? So let me ask you, you're on the spot. Internationally, globally, what does next July U.S. Open look like for the 80-year-old champ? Well, I am really thinking seriously about competing next year in July at the U.S. Open. Because two years ago, as you know, I achieved the first place in the men's fighting division and fighting men much younger. And people ask, why do I do that? Why do I risk being hurt? And I look at it this way, that that's not the reason I'm doing it. I'm not doing it to win a trophy. I'm not doing it just to show how good I am. I'm doing it so that other people realize, especially when I was fighting two years ago with Parkinson's disease, which is a handicap to a degree if you let it, but I didn't let it be a handicap. So it was my way of getting the message to the world that no matter what serious problem you have in your life, you can overcome that problem. You can still be productive as a human being. So I got such good response from two years ago that I figured, can you imagine getting in the ring at 80 years of age and fighting? What impact that'll have the people that I'll be able to convince that you can do anything. Because if I can get in the ring at 80 years of age with Parkinson's, and I am looking forward to being in even better physical shape than I am now, not trying to match what I did two years ago, but even be better, which if I didn't, at least it's the direction, not the... It is the direction. So at least it keep me from not being good enough to compete at all. So the reason is, like I say, I want to really show people what we can do if we put our mindset to it. And it's a lifestyle. It really yes, is. Yes, it is. It, it's, it's living a life empowered through the mastery that we've been talking about. You're going to hear a little bit more about that. You're going to be hearing about some special exercises that we're doing and everything. But we are in our last segment. And I did mention that I wanted to show you guys something. And if you missed the show that we did, it was about a month ago, on this easy card, which is a digital business card. It is the coolest thing ever. And since then, I've been able to put up two business, actually I have, I have several business cards on here that are digital. This is my little cell phone. And um, I have one for Primetime TV. I have one for WeBeam TV. I also have one for uh, Delyn Gaston, who does mortgages. And she is in my hip pocket at all times because I have rejoined doing real estate with my partner, Debbie Dawson, and REMAX Champions. So I also have my real estate card on here as well. Now, the, the cool thing about this is we don't always have cards with us wherever we go or we run out of them or we lose them or we change our handbag, our tote bag, our briefcase or whatever it is, our day planner, if you're still using a day planner, even though we can put everything on this phone. But I want to show you close up on what it looks like because you won't be able to see, see it from there to here. But this looks like a phone application <clears throat> and it actually takes up the uh, face of your phone and you can click on any one of the top links there. You can say, oh, there's our show. That is in real time. You can watch our show just like you're watching here. 
on your phone. And that is the coolest thing. You can see the snow in the background there. <laughs> or you can also, oh, there was a show with uh, our past shows. There's uh, Women Unscripted. And uh, there's my little Mimi who was uh, hosting with us. So you can see our archive shows on there and you can get information on WeBeam TV. Uh, maybe you'd like to do your own show. Maybe you have some commercials you would like to shoot. You can get a hold of us. You can also find out what primetime is all about, how to get a hold of us here. It's all right there. And what's really cool about this is you, this is how you can share your card with a 10 day trial. And I'm telling you, I am getting such a great response from this. Who goes anywhere without their car, without their telephone, their, right? So we do go places without our business cards. Unless maybe you're going to a networking meeting or whatever. But this is the coolest thing. It really is. Next time, I will um, have John put up my real estate card and Delin's uh, mortgage card. It's just really, really cool because you have it right there. And... They can get information, they can get your bio, they can get all the info right here on your cell phone. It's very cool. Isn't it cool? Real cool. Yeah. <laughs> Some people I show it to and they go, what is that? Is that a new phone app? It appears like an app, but it's basically a digital card. And I am very proud of myself because, you know, we're not, we think we're not the best at being really tech savvy, but we're at least willing to learn and I was able to set this up on my own, if you can believe that. So you got to check it out. Yeah, if you could do that, anybody can do no, it. No, it's true. I, ad yeah. I admit that. So that's just a little electronic thing that I, I just had to share with you. It may even be a little gift that you want to give to someone or give to yourself, especially as you start out the new year. Um, but we only have two minutes remaining. Uh, to close our show for today. Uh, next week, we're going to have um, some guests come in that fit some of our demographics here. Jim Wood is going to be coming in. He's going to be talking about insurance. And uh, we're going to have other guests come in that we'll share on Facebook and let you know so that you can tune in and glean some information. Of course, Women Unscripted will be coming back next, well, actually next year in January the last Monday of every month. And uh, that's always going to be fun. You know, Maura has been traveling five or six countries. Maura Sweeney. That sounds exciting. I know. She's all around the world spreading her happiness. That's a show you definitely do not want to miss. And you're going to be coming back. We're going to be sharing some more things, some of the things that we have on a nice big long calendar and just sharing whatever we can to help you feel better, live a more optimal life, some of the secrets that we're going to be doing, you'll see. Who knows? Maybe we'll even be doing some cooking here. You just never know. But next year is a whole new year for us. I'm going to let you uh, give a, let's see, one last little tidbit. <clears throat> well, one of the most important things about being successful, no matter what goals you set or what you do, is to raise your comfort level. Oh, yes. Most people's self-image is low, and your success depends upon your self-image, where you're comfortable. And then what I do when I take on somebody as a client, I raise their comfort level. Ah. Once you raise a comfort level, there's, it's amazing what people can do, but most people can't because they have a low comfort level. So, would you consider that low self-esteem? 
Oh well, it goes along with the yeah, yeah. with the yeah. with the whole idea of it. If you have to have a lot of self confidence, and that comes through building and accomplishing small things to work yourself to big things. Makes sense. Oh, sometimes it does. I Most of the time it does. It does. Well, we just have a few seconds remaining. We want to thank you for joining us here on Primetime TV Show. And do call us. You can always reach out to either one of us on our websites, on Facebook. We're both on, fake, on Facebook. And we're going to be doing some more product. What did I say? What did I say? Fake book? Did I, is that what I said? Oh, is it that? Is it time for bed already? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> time to go. We're going to see you next week, same time. Have a go good evening. Blah, 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 blah.